The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're now on Red Circle instead of Podbean, but also on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Five Reasons YouTube channel. If you go there, make sure you like and subscribe. Also, check out FiveReasonsSports.com for the latest takeaways from Brady Hawk, Mateo Mayorga, and others. And the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. We're running contests for both of our big sponsors here, for Better Edge at betteredge.com backslash five reasons or betteredge.com using the code 5RSN where you get $20 to play. We're going to be uh, running an NFL tournament there. We'll be making an announcement on that this week, so check that out. And at Prize Picks, make sure you use the code 5, F-I-V-E, get your initial deposit matched up to $100, but also enter into our college bowl season contest over at Prize Picks. In both cases, going to be giving away merchandise and some cash. And now, today's episode. Down uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to Five on the Floor. I am your host, Greg Sylvander. Tonight's floor plan with me, Alex Toledo. You can follow him on Twitter at Tropical Blanket and Brady Hawk. You can follow him on Twitter at Brady Hawk 305. We come to you directly following Miami Heat's victory over the Oklahoma City Thunder on the road, their second consecutive victory on the road. So that's trending in the right direction. That was a, a phrase I was killed for in our most recent post-game stream. But all love to our YouTube channel. Check out Five Reasons Sports YouTube channel. Subscribe there. Um, the floor plan, we're going to go over this game. Uh, we are going to get into essentially how they figured out a way to win this game after ultimately getting out, uh, and basically taking control and then losing control. And it felt like it was going to be another situation where we saw this broken record of inconsistency come back to bite them and they were going to um, have to gut out a game and then likely not have enough at the end, but they had enough and they got another uh, win. 
Final score, 110-108, the Miami Heat win in Oklahoma City. That is, This is the first night of a back-to-back, so we'll be coming at you tomorrow as well uh, as they quickly catch a flight to Houston and uh, play the Rockets tomorrow night. Brady, I'll start with you. Um, Tyler Hero is obviously the story of the night. We're going to get into that final play. Um, because in the post-game uh, interview, he said that it was really funny the way he phrased it. He said, Kyle and Spo both said that this was going to be the play as if like that was going a mutual uh, decision there. But um, key takeaways from the game, you get them up on the website quicker than ever, but we'd like to get them straight from you here on this episode. Uh, key takeaways of the win tonight in Oklahoma City. Yeah, I want to start with Tyler. And basically, there's the fact that he just had 35 points. Yes, he had nine threes. Uh, he basically just, at the half, all of his shots were threes. Like, he, his shot profile was very different than usual. Uh, but let's take this back to the beginning. They start this game. They run pick and roll. They're sending two him. Like, the, right off the bat, like, this is something he saw in the playoffs. This is something we talked endlessly about him trying to adjust to. Uh, and he was making the reads. Like, he was hitting the pocket pass to Bam, and they were getting threes out of it. Uh, and there was just different dynamics that he was just doing well. Then all of a sudden, Oladipo comes in the game, and he basically takes over the ball handling duties, and Tyler basically just shifts over to spot-up mode, like just completely to spot-up mode, uh, and credits Oladipo because he was really – like I'm, we're going to get into him in, in a little bit, so I'm going to save that for a second, but he was really setting up Tyler, which is something we're not used to because we kept having the discussion about can Depot and Tyler play speak next to each other effectively, like very effectively. They looked like it's night. Because Depot's driving, kicking. Tyler hits about three or four threes in that span. Uh, all spot-ups. Then all of a sudden, it does not matter after the fact what coverage you're throwing. They could throw two. They could throw three. You have Tyler Hero in complete rhythm at this point. The guy just hit four threes. And you, players like him, when they get in a rhythm, it's just really hard to stop. So then now it doesn't matter about spot-ups. Now he can hit his pull-ups. Now he's running more pick and roll. Now everything's just kind of coming from there. Uh, so that was kind of the first thing on Tyler I thought was interesting, just the way he was getting his shots and how it kind of evolved throughout the game. I thought the process early in the game, uh, like I said, threes were they hit 16 threes in the first half. All of them were being generated the same way. Like they had Depot collapsing the defense, paint touch, kick. Kyle was getting paint touches and kicking. Tyler was getting paint touches and kicking. And that's how they were getting all their threes in general. Then after a 21-point lead, they head into the second half. None of that was seen. It's like, they're like, okay, man, we, we're hot from three tonight. We have 16 threes. We don't need to do that. We can just swing around the perimeter, swing, swing, pull up three. And then it just misses. And then it misses. And then you go down the floor and it's point of attack defensive issues. And they're breaking you down. All of a sudden you're down five. So that's kind of what we saw. And then fast forward to late in the game, they got right back to what we saw early in the game. They got back to paint touches. There was the play uh, that I thought was probably the highlight of the late game uh, in general, aside from all depot was Kyle Bam pick and roll. Kyle goes to his right, gets all the way to the rim, which is funny because if you ever watch a Kyle Ben pick and roll, they always stay linear. Like the, the open up options, it's like the pass is there, the layup's there. Kyle bursts to the rim. Like he leaves Bam in the dust. Basically, uh, I think it was Caleb who was in the corner at that point. They help all the way over. Now Tyler's guy's on the wing. He swings to the uh, corner to basically rotate. Kyle hits Tyler on the wing, and he ties the game up on that, on that shot. So it was just a lot of good process things in general. But then there was also that 20-minute stretch of the second half where it looked awful. And that's kind of the key to this all. And I'll kick it back to you, Greg. But the, the consistency with this team, as much as we talk about the good things, they just cannot sustain anything. Like, 
Defensively, if they have moments, they cannot sustain it. Offensively scoring, shooting, nothing can be sustained. So I feel like that's just still the thing to watch, even though they won. We can do a whole episode about that thing that we don't know how to quantify it or to qualify it, but it's some kind of thing and it, and it haunts this team. Um, so I don't know that we're going to dive deep, but Brady, you have hit on something that we need to discuss about consistency, not only just uh, in their uh, level of play, but in losing leads also games that they should win and, and actually sometimes have in the bag and then things go sideways before I uh, kick it to Alex to discuss Oladipo and others want to shout out uh, a, a major sponsor of our five on the floor live post game shows. Uh, this is a post split. So we're only going for around 15 minutes. Ethan will try to sneak a couple extra minutes out of this show just to piss him off. Cause he likes to get it up quickly. Um, so we're going to do that. But a aggressive insurance is at a broker agency that's been servicing South Florida for over 15 years. They offer auto insurance, homeowners, condo life insurance, retirement programs, free notary service to all clients. They represent all the leading insurance carriers in South Florida. So if you have a bad driving record, no sweat, Holler at them. No driver refused. Free phone quotes. That gives you an idea of what you have to uh, kind of work with before you have to go and uh, do anything further. So that's very efficient as well. Go to insurancebylanette.com. That's with two N's and two T's. Push that uh, website to everyone you know. That's where you want to go because you can get in touch with Lynette and she can help. Uh, but she's also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. A Aggressive Insurance. Again, uh, the phone number there is not in front of me because I don't have the graphic like I normally do on uh, the show. And that's so funny how you see how post splits goes, but check out insurance by Lynette.com. Had to pivot through that ad there. That's like something that the heat had to do when they were up 12 at half and then went into the third quarter, uh, went into the fourth quarter, um, barely hanging on. Alex, we're, we're going to deep dive on that on another episode, but I'm interested as always to hear you just kind of how you think, what you think is the main cause of that. Um, but then let's talk like other than Tyler and what he, what he did, uh, which I thought was just a master class by him. The, these are the nights that I love Tyler hero the most. Uh, I thought bam, despite him not shooting particularly well and having some struggles still, you know, 13 rebounds is what's up. Kyle came through, um, but Victor Oladipo, man, like he he stepped up in a big way. I feel like he contributed. Um, so what was your takeaways from the game overall? And then uh, let's hone in on Depot. Man, and look, it's good that we did that, that me and Ethan did that Victor Oladipo episode, just because I think it's kind of led up to this. You know, I think he's kind of picked it up in every game a little bit. And especially since the Spurs game, I think he started to pick it up a little bit more. And it's only been five games, but you like what you see out there. Like, I just think, you know, Brady already went into it there. The dynamic between him and Tyler, I did say on that podcast that it's been the best combination two men with Victor Oladipo, which is surprising. But it's also what I failed to mention was that all of those two man combinations have been negative. Not that it's on Victor. I think it has more to do with their bench issues and not figuring out those rotations. I think they're making some progress towards that now. But um, Can the we Tyler clarify thing. something? I don't mean to interrupt you. So you're saying that the one combination that was a positive was no. Depot and Tyler? It was 
No, that was the best two-man combination, but it was also negative. It was just not as negative. Understood. As thank you. Thank you. Regardless, uh, you know, I, I just think uh, Vic is somebody who you, you know what you want to see from him. And once he starts getting confident with that jump shot, you feel pretty good. But it's less about that and more about the way that he's just moving and controlling the, the pace out there. I feel good when he's on the ball. And they had a nice dynamic where, like, both of them were kind of doing their thing. It didn't feel clunky, uh, like the way that Tyler was fitting in around Victor, which is really, really nice to see. Because I do think I, I felt like last time, specifically last season, is what I meant to say. Uh, like when they would play together, I feel like Tyler would be on on the ball a lot more, and Vic is just trying to fit in around them, which I, I do want to see him do. But he is somebody who brings shot creation and can do stuff on ball. So them kind of figuring it out, I think early on, like with you know with most of the season still left to see how Victor fits in with these guys is a pretty good sign. You know, we know that they're friends off the court, really good friends. So that's cool. Uh, maybe some of that has translated onto the court chemistry wise and knowing what each other wants and what they want to do, how to, you know, uh, facilitate guys getting into their spots. Vic was playing awesome defense, man. Like I, th I think that was probably his best defensive game uh, this season. And he's been good, <clears throat> excuse me, on defense. I just think like he looked incredible tonight on that end whether in the zone or not and look I will say like guys were getting into the paint a little bit too often uh against the heat but like Brady was talking about before we started recording that's what the Thunder do so although the, you know the Thunder don't really shoot much and most of their, their their points are in the paint you still gotta hand it to Victor for kind of playing into the game plan very well getting the, those three steals he gave you good playmaking I think in those on-ball attempts that he did get, and then you saw him hit the two threes. So he showed you flashes of just about everything that he can offer you as a as a role player off the bench who can do a little bit more, right? So if he can do that consistently somewhat, right? Like I think you've got a really nice uh, tool to have off the bench there, which has been such an, 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 it, Jesus, an issue for them. I mean, you say off the bench, but Max Struess, you, you, I'm looking at this box score, 17 minutes, Oladipo, 31 minutes. That's a, a changing of the guard, literally, in this game um, that I think is interesting. And, uh, you know, recently we were I was asked, do I think Oladipo could be an option as a starter on this team in the event that they wanted to make a change and get Tyler with the second unit? Is there a way that that could make sense? And um, I kind of wrote it off. And maybe we need to, uh, maybe I need to hold my horses there. But um, another great sponsor of, the, of uh, Five Reasons Sports Network and Five on the Floor is ODM Performance Solutions. Team building is hard. Just ask the city of Oklahoma. They built that team multiple times, and they're still building it back up. And uh, by the way, if SGA is on the trade block, sign me up. But yes, ask Oklahoma City. Team building is hard. ODM Performance Solutions can help you build a winning team and keep it together. If you're looking to fill an important role at your company, ODM Performance Solutions can help you find C-suite level leadership, sales rainmakers, plus management and operational support staff. To find out more, check out odmpsi.com or give them a call at 954-434-0634. That's odmpsi.com, 954-434-0634. Four three four zero six three four, ODM Performance Solutions. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Brady, X's and O's, things you saw tonight, um, closing remarks from each of you, but I'm kicking it off with Brady here. Uh, in the name of a performance solution. Is there anything you saw tonight that was a little different than what we've normally seen that you think could be informative as we look ahead to the next game against Houston? It's, I feel like the, the solution every night, and I know we talked about it before, but it's just consistency because if they play like they did it early in that game, and I'm not talking about it hitting 16 threes because that's not, that's a whole other thing. But it's more about the process in which they're doing it because when you don't have Jimmy and you're still able to get to the rim and still able to get paint touches like that, uh, when you're still able to just kind of get good looks on the perimeter, and, and that's kind of the whole goal here. Like we know they're not relying heavily on the uh, – we're getting a lot from the role players right now, but they need to just get decent looks for them. And speaking of those role players, uh, my final thoughts. One, we, I often bring up Deadman a lot of these post-game shows. He kind of saved them tonight. Like he had that one little stretch that kind of turned the game around in a moment because he he's over here shooting four threes and it's not the usual Deadman threes. Like, yes, they're coming from the same spot, but I've never seen a guy 
pull up the way he does. Like he is shooting on the move, like Duncan Robinson on the move. Like he is running trail threes and falling forward. And he, he knocked down two of them and, and they were needed. Like they were necessary uh, shots to hit. So credit to him. Uh, I think Duncan, you know, the four threes he hit, he was four of eight, 50%. And they were running actions for him. And we talk about this a lot, specifically Alex, when we're at the game, we talk about the fact that the difference they use Max and Duncan, and when they throw Duncan out there, he's kind of just standing around. They were flying him off pin downs or flying him off, like screening away. Like they were doing a bunch of stuff to get Duncan open, which was good to see. Uh, and then the last guy off the bench was Victor Oladipo. And I know you just went into him, but I really, that was kind of my closing thoughts was the way that they were utilizing him in that zone. Uh, I thought the way that he came in and, and he was next to Haywood Highsmith, which he got some minutes in this game, which we haven't seen in a couple of games, but it was like they call for a screen because all the deep was on him. And then here's Haywood Highsmith. And then all of a sudden they rotate back into a zone. And then it's like, you're switching between Haywood Highsmith and Depot. And it's like, it's kind of like forming like a mini wall where like, you just cannot do anything. Cause it's two guys that are laterally quick and have just super active hands. Like they are just and, going to and just length. But yes. And length. So it's like the one way you could kind of, that's the point of attack uh, defense necessary. I asked all the depot after a recent game, I was just like, because they were having point of attack issues. And I'm like, do you think you can kind of patch this up? Are you the guy? And he basically gave four words and it was yes, without a question. He, it did seem like that tonight, like it, without a question, he patched a lot of that up, just one-on-one stuff. So I'm not going to lie. I'm really intrigued because we're seeing so much of him in zone. And we actually saw a lot of him in the, in the first game he came back. The first defensive possession of Victor Oladipo was a, was a two, two, one press. Like, I'm really interested in just seeing when Miami is healthy and when Jimmy and Bam and everybody's on the floor, when they can just go back to full out switching, and go to man. We saw it a little bit in Indiana, but when they can do that consistently, then Depot will probably splurge even more. Uh, but I thought some of the stuff he did in creating turnovers, getting out on the break tonight, really turned things around late. Okay, Alex, you're going to close with um, biggest key to getting a third straight road victory in Houston. And I'd like you to start with the biggest key by telling me who would you rather have, um, Kevin Porter Jr. or Tyler Hero? I mean, that's an easy one. It's Tyler Hero. Like Kevin Porter, or excuse me, uh, Jalen Green or Tyler Hero? That's tougher. I think Porter Jr. and Tyler are in the same class, but Jalen Green was a number two pick in the draft like a year ago. <laughs> that's a little tougher. And they're on completely different like timelines at this point. Like. The heat. This is, is a. This is a. Just say hero or green. What are we? What are we talking about? Short term, long term. Listen, what it, take green. Talking? This is not hard. You don't. It's okay. No, nah, I mean, I guess if you're building a roster, yeah. But for the, for the Heat, they need win now, guys. Like I think they would take Tyler over Jalen Green right now because he's not necessarily a win now player. Jimmy watching Jalen Green shoot up 27 shots. Yeah, that's not going to work. You're right. I'm setting you up for bad questions. I apologize. Give me your keys to getting a victory in Houston because I know people are watching um, them win in Indy and then seeing them get this game in Oklahoma City and then Houston and then San Antonio they'll play next. And probably there's a subset of the fan base that says, who the hell are all these players they're playing against? I haven't heard of any of these fools. Um and so, like, you know, these aren't great teams, but they can really gain some momentum here. So how do they get the next one in Houston tomorrow night? Yeah, I mean, if you could make up for that last week of 
awful losses that you stacked up with the Grizzlies, Pistons, and Spurs by winning four in a row here on the road and taking care of business against teams that you're supposed to. I think that'd be really nice. And that actually will be kind of on par with who the Heat have been this season, where they're constantly going on losing streaks and then winning streaks, and it all just comes back up to um, to level. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they lost both of the remaining two games here. Like, I just think that's just how it's been this whole season. You know, we've, you know, we, we've hammered it. They play down to competition all the time. So you can kind of see it going either way right now. Shout out the deuces. But I think with the Rockets, like, they're going to play themselves out of games. They've been hot recently. I think they, they've won four out of five or something like that. You know, they've, they've been winning games recently. So try not to underestimate them too much, right? That's an obvious thing. Um, but I do think the Heat's defense will disrupt them into taking a lot of um, untimely, poor sh- shots. We're just talking about shot selection. And I think the Heat have a pretty good shot um, at winning this one. I-, I don't know, man. I just think it really is all about putting together multiple games and just feeling good about where your team is at and holding it down until they eventually do or maybe don't make a trade. But I just think at this point, it's all about taking care of business. I think you like the growth that you're seeing out of Tyler and Bam individually, right, on different degrees. But both of them are seeing increased um, defensive attention from other teams. And I like the way that they're responding. Both of them have been really uh, resilient and I think have shown growth this season. And that's stuff that's going to be big in the playoffs, right? Again, it would be nice if they could um, get some front court help to feel better about those matches. But as far as like things that matter for the playoffs, right? Get not getting into big picture where this roster stands. Tyler and Bam doing those things and you know advancing in those aspects is big. So it's just nice to see them do this throughout the regular season and get some more reps um, and seeing different looks. And you know tonight, Tyler hitting that shot when Bam had fouled out. No Jimmy, you just know you can't let it go to overtime. The Heat probably would have lost <laughs> over time for being real. <laughs> so shout out to him. I for, also forgot to mention that Victor Depot defense. I, I didn't mention like in that one stop at the end of the game, um, it, he switched right onto Shea, right? Yeah. I, I was a little bit concerned because Tyler started off, started off guarding Shea on that play. And as soon as the screen came, uh, Vic got on there. And then once Shea got to the baseline, Caleb had switched on to him uh, to defend the shot and, you know, it was just a really nice defensive effort from them and shows you who they can be. It's just there's always going to be a quarter where they score like 20 points, right? And then that's what kind of keeps it close. But, like, it feels like every game has has been close for them. So it's it's hard for me to say what the biggest key is other than just try not to have that quarter because it's happening in every single game. But that's it's a bigger picture issue. It definitely is a bigger picture issue. Um that's definitely for another show. But tonight, we're happy the Miami Heat get another victory. Um, I'll close by saying Bam Adebayo didn't shoot well, still impacted the game in several ways, considering uh, you know, his shooting woes still was on the glass, still playing big-time defense. Bam Adebayo is my favorite player in the league. No ceiling. And good night. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.